So a uh, fascinating feature by Marco Chown Oved in the Toronto Star that takes a look at how we generate energy, mostly electricity, I'm guessing, in the province of Ontario. And the working theory is all said in the headline. Effectively, gas plants were supposed to be the backup, and, but they're running all the time. And so the, the general philosophy of generating electricity in the province of Ontario is that we have a baseline that is provided by nuclear. And then every time somebody needs more, like you get home on a winter's afternoon and you arrive at the house and you turn on the lights and you turn on the oven and then you decide to do a load of laundry. So for that, you got to fire up the gas plants. And that is something you can do right away. It's instantaneous. It's, it's the backup plan. But the problem is the backup plan has become the plan. Keith Stewart is energy strategist with Greenpeace Canada and joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so let's talk about how we got to this circumstance. Like I was saying, you got a baseline of electricity that is provided by nuclear, which is clean. And then you have to add, you know, top it up when people need more. But apparently they always need more now. Yeah, so it used to be we got 50% of our power from nuclear, but 25% from uh, hydro, which is still a big source in Ontario. And then the rest comes from a mix of other things. And uh, Ontario was building up a lot of renewable energy to help fill that gap. And, you know, when you look at when the gas plants are running full out, it's during those sunny summer days to run when people are running their air conditioning. And that's the perfect time for solar power which according to the International Energy Agency is now the cheapest form of power in the entire world. And when the Ford government came in, they had this ideological opposition. Remember, they they spent like over $100 million of taxpayer money to cancel hundreds of contracts with renewable energy generators, which would have actually been, you know, there's 300 megawatts of solar in there, which would have been, you know, powering a small city's worth of demand on those summer days that right now we have these gas plants running that are spewing out air pollutants, they're heating the planet with carbon dioxide, and it's just a big mess. And the government is still sort of unwilling to recognize they made a mistake and actually go back to renewables, which can actually help really provide a bunch of those gaps and in the cheapest way possible, which wasn't true 10, 15 years ago, but it is true now. Okay, but the key to that, wouldn't it be the ability to store the energy for when there is demand? Because, for example, solar power, obviously, when people on a winter's day, as I was just saying, get home at five o'clock in the afternoon, there's no solar. Yeah, so there's some storage that's going to be needed, but the the real the peaks the highest times electricity used in the province are middle of the day in the summer on hot days which is when your solar power is running max out wind power produces mostly at night also we have hydropower is hydropower dams are basically really big batteries because you can decide when you let the water through and we have connections to quebec which can help sort of deal with that so there's actually a bunch of things in place right now and going forward we're actually going to have millions of electric vehicles which are going to be spending a lot of their time plugged in and can help provide some of that balancing act so the we have the technology to do that and it doesn't really become a problem for years from now because we've got these other forms of flexibility and if we were just using the gas plants right now to provide those kind of, that kind of like stopgap, what they originally promised, you know, when these things were put in originally, oh, they're only going to run 5% of the time. They're just going to keep those lights on when, you know, those, those, you know, the coldest days in the winter or the hottest days in the summer. Instead, they become the workhorses of the system. They're running almost all the time. And for people who live in the vicinity of these plants, that means or more air pollution, more health consequences. And for all of us, it means more climate change. And so 
The federal government is saying, okay, you've actually got to get to net zero electricity by 2035. And Ontario is saying, no, we don't want to do that. We want to build more gas plants. And that's bad for our economy. It's bad for our environment. And it's really bad for economic security as well, because we're seeing a world that is moving rapidly towards renewable energy. And if Canada wants to stay hooked on fossil fuels or Ontario or Alberta, you know, this is something that's, you know, going to be not just it's no this is no longer a problem just for our kids when you're looking at climate change we're seeing climate change disasters weekly and that's something we've got to deal with now where is greenpeace canada on the future of nuclear because we now have access to these mini nuclear generators that are like the size of a railway car which could actually satisfy most of our needs and nuclear i appreciate you got to figure out what to do with the waste when it's over but it is technically clean energy so we don't actually have those small nuclear reactors yet. They've been a promise. They've been a promise since the 1990s. They're always 10 years away. Um, so even if you go full out on those, you know, those aren't going to be in place for another 10, 15, maybe 20 years. Because um, they don't even have license. They're not even licensed to be able to be built yet. They're still sort of at that stage. So we actually have renewable energy solutions now. And also when you look again at documents from inside the industry, from the IEA, nuclear is about three times as much per kilowatt hour of power as wind or solar at this point. So Ontario already has a lot of nuclear. The idea that we're going to add more, which is really inflexible because nuclear plants, you can't turn up and down to match demand, right? right? They're always, they're on or they're off. And we already have, one of our problems is we have too much power overnight when use is down. So we have to sell it at a loss to other, other jurisdictions. So rather than increasing that inflexibility in the system, we should be investing in the cheapest form of power. And we actually are, have these, you know, battery, Tech has, you know, the prices dropped 90% in the last decade. Solar power about the same. Wind power has dropped by about two thirds. So options that 15 or 20 years ago looked really expensive are actually now the cheapest one on the market. But a lot of the people who sort of in the system and a lot of the key lobbyists, like, you know, Enbridge has excellent lobbyists. Um, they're still stuck in that old mindset of, oh, you can't do that. And this is a problem because uh, it's Ontario risk being left behind, building a whole bunch of new inflexible nuclear power at a higher cost with still no plan, no plan at all in this province to actually deal with the waste is not the best option for our electricity bills or for our kids. Thanks a lot for this. Good to talk with you. Thanks so much. Keith Stewart is an energy strategist with Greenpeace Canada.